I was brainstorming the other day, and I realized something. What? The most incredible things uh, in this world, in this universe, if yeah. you will, are created within a nine-month time frame. <laughs> the human. Yes. The human is created within nine months. Conceived. A beautiful conceived from two yes. cells, turning into an intelligent, self-aware human being. You know what else is done in nine months? One. Our super bundle where you can go from That's all it. of our MAPS programs and completely transform your body. This is nine months of exercise That's programming. It. And it won't even tear your vagina. At all. <laughs> you, start, <laughs> you start in MAPS anabolic. You go to MAPS performance and then MAPS aesthetic. It's the perfect sequence. Nine months of programming. <laughs> Fucking Justin ruins the commercial. <laughs> Always ruin the commercial. You made it better. Mindpumpmedia.com. Listen, we put all Sorry, three of our maps programs. Nine months. You don't got to worry about anything. Nine months of programming. It's all included there. We took all the programs, put them together, and gave it a massive discount. Mindpumpmedia.com. It's the super bundle available now. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Doug has this look, and now that we've been together for long enough, he gets this look when he gets stressed out, you know? <laughs> you, you see the shit wanting to come out. <laughs> see a couple veins in the neck. Say, do I stab this motherfucker right now or what? <laughs> no, Doug, this is, is our guest. Gonna do? Yeah. It's, the, it's the, <laughs> not to mention he's, he'll destroy me. Yeah. It's the nervous smile. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get that. It's I, I personally, I don't know about you guys, but I personally enjoy hearing my own voice in my ears. You know what I mean? I <laughs> yeah. personally like the sound of it. Do you know what I don't I'm get? Surprised that I'm the are you guys same surprised way. about that? Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. I don't I'm get... surprised about myself being the same way. Really? Yeah. You have a uh your voice is remarkably um and unexpectedly uh soothing. Ooh. Very soothing yeah. to me. Yeah. Sometimes I felt anxious. it's like I am on a tone. I only speak right here. No. No, you're not. That's like what that. I sound no. like. No. No, sometimes I'm anxious and then I hear your voice and it just makes me uh I think Doug has to turn the knobs on you more than anybody. Doug, is that true? I, th- I see you all the time when Justin says sometimes he gets excited and he yells. Right. Yeah, Justin is in and out of the mic See? a lot. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do big, big back leans because I want to scream like yeah. Yeah, I'm just used to doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're not monotone. I'm probably the best at this, so Doug doesn't have to mess with mine very much. And then, and then I, Sal, I, he's I bet, Captain Bass. He keeps I, us even. I bet you. Let's see. Who do you have to adjust the knobs? Okay, so D- Justin the first. Oh my god, we're getting competitive with this. <laughs> <We might laughs> Why do we always have to get so competitive? We might as well. But everything. I know. I'm. I'm generally loud. All the time, uh, so I feel like it's always consistently loud. No, you you, no. you generally need yeah. more bass. You're like, actually, yeah. Sal, you're turned down the most because I'm the loudest. You're the loudest. Yeah, I'm the it's, most ear piercing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's actually a sign of higher levels of testosterone. Oh, that my voice is loudest. <laughs> wow, that's uh, conflicting you information. See, when, when, yeah, when, whatever. When we were when we were primates, the calls to mate. Uh, you know, I would reach the furthest parts of the jungle to get oh, the ladies. Oh, I see. Basically. <laughs> that was your tactic. So I, I was banging more more monkey pussy than you guys were. Oh, stupid. From <laughs> <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> Not close proximity. Uh, what's up, Adam? Um, You know what? What? I, I And I don't know who started it. Actually, I think I do know who started it. Because I feel it. like you're angry today. 
No, I'm angry. Yeah, you no, are. No, no, no. A little in bit his eyes. It's no, a little no. bit in his eyes. That my, my eyes are red because their allergies are killing me right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Yeah, the last couple of weeks have been brutal. So for you're me. angry from the allergies. No, angry. I'm not. I'm not angry at all. I'm not angry at all. Absolutely not. But I am. Uh, I am annoyed. I get annoyed easily when I see when I see uh, people on Instagram and all the all the social media fitness <clears throat> gurus starting to start new trends. And this is the the next thing, right? We talked a little shit about about the bands on the machines on, on the machines, right? Which you, you know what, like, it's not that the, there isn't science behind that. It's not that. Like, I think people get it. Like, they hear us talk shit, and then they're like, mm. "Oh, so there's no." And then someone gets combative. Like, there's like some sort of science behind it. Like, well, yeah, no, the, that same science was around in 1985 yeah. when Bowflex, Bowflex came around. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's been around. The exact same yeah. science that was around then. So just don't act like it's something new. Yeah, it's I think not, that's where we're coming it, from. Exactly, yeah. and like, yeah, like it's this new this new idea and concept. Like, just go get a Bowflex machine if you're gonna stick right. rubber bands on a hammer strength machine. Well, unless or, you're using it for performance reasons you know which is something i feel like the bodybuilding community hasn't oh. really adapted fully but they could you know oh you mean like explosive training or yeah, something exactly. like that yeah oh yeah, yeah. unless you, but it's not athletes but it's doing not it. no, yeah no, no, they're it's, putting it on like machines yeah like, it's my peers like, it's, it's my peers machines. i see walking around yeah, yeah i mean in a nutshell what a band does is it provides variable resistance it gives you more resistance as the band stretches out so it's supposedly strength well it does strength you in your natural strength uh, curve right so it's it's easier at the bottom of the rep Harder at the top of the rep. So if you put it on a machine, it's going to change the way the resistance feels. But really, bands are supposed to be for free weight compound movements. Mm-hmm. You know, squats, deadlifts, bench press, that kind of stuff. Well, who are we to say what they're for or what they're not for? It's really more if which one's more effective. Yeah, well, that's 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 what I mean. Yeah, yeah I it's it. you know we, we are not here to tell anybody what they can and can't do. And you most certainly can put rubber bands on your hammer strength machine and your leg press if you want to but you can also go use you could probably get a bowflex machine on craigslist for fucking yeah, ten dollars probably the same money out of your in home uh, equipment <laughs> yeah. Pretty easy. yeah i think uh, nobody owns a bowflex anymore and if they do they probably have it up on sale at <laughs> i craigslist. got a gazelle so i'll let you borrow it <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? totally little gazelle. probably yeah still use it but this isn't even the one that's been annoying me the most so then the the new one or what i i'm seeing it's not new i remember seeing it way back when i saw this guy post this a long time ago is dudes doing like squats and stuff with like three fifteen or like heavy ass weight, right? While they get kicked in the abdominal region. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Everybody are you- sends me that video oh too. Oh my! Like, uh, like expecting me to. I will kick you <laughs> in your face up. if I see that. That's so like, stupid. What? I just I, I couldn't even process it. Really. That, I, I like, think it's just. This? I think they're just. They're just yeah. doing it for posting. For no, some what shock, they're doing. It's just value. performance. There's a guy. Okay, pull up your guys' Instagram. No, right I know now, exactly so. what video you're talking about. Yeah, no, I know what you're no, you, no, the guy, not a video. Oh, a guy oh, who guy. started this. Okay, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys right. right now. So grab your fucking phones and listen to me. What's his name? You're making us work. Real world tactical. Oh, that guy. So he's he's. Oh, been, that guy's a beast. Yes, he. Is. Now listen. Now this guy. Don't talk shit about him. Well, listen. He'll kill us all. Yeah, I don't want to be killed. This guy. It actually serves a little purpose. That's he's he's in. Look, pull him up. Tell me when you guys pull him up. I, I did. I, I've seen him before. I follow him. Oh yeah, yeah. You you showed me this guy before. Yeah. Okay. So this guy is getting out there, and I, I believe is he was he is he ex seal? What is he? I forget what. Uh, he, uh, he's um veteran. SWAT. He's SWAT. Yeah. Okay, so he's SWAT and something else, right? So this dude, this is real-world tactical for him. This motherfucker goes out, you know, kicks down doors, and he's got people shooting bullets at him and trying to stab him with knives. Okay. So 
This is a little so this guy so can you have do to start there. Like this guy's, you know, has a, a legitimate reason. Yes, for people tormenting because you know what he might be. There might be a time yeah. when he's carrying a, a pregnant woman over his shoulders out of a burning <laughs> building while bullets are firing at him, and somebody kicks him in the you're stomach. Right, you're right. This is possible. What an asshole, by the way. 1% scenario. Who kicks a guy carrying a pregnant woman out of a burning building? (laughs) What an asshole. Bad guys. Very unlikely. Bad guys. But you know what? I'm still with you, dude. But this guy guy also obviously trains in Muay Thai. He obviously trains in jujitsu or grappling. If you look at his videos, he fights too. He didn't just lift weights. Because I see other people who never train in Muay Thai or anything. They're just doing squats and their friend yeah, is kicking them in the stomach. They're just tightening their stomach to get kicked. They're like, check this yeah. out. I'm oh, fucking awesome. And man. you know what? It's I guess it's cool. Yeah, but okay. No, it's not cool. It is <laughs> no. as, it's as stupid as can be. It is it may be it may you know what? It may be the number one now. It's it might have passed squeams. It might be going up there wow. because Is it uh, like a thing though? Can he can Oh yeah, no, I'm really? so, oh yeah, I'm starting to see now I've seen him over I've been following him for well over a year or two now. And uh, I'm super entertained because the guy is fucking a beast and he's extremely strong and it's very entertaining. Super strong. Yeah. And it to me, as crazy as some of the stuff he does and uh, silly and dangerous, I think, okay, if there, is, if there was a guy that I would train this way or teach to do this, it would be this motherfucker. Like, you know be- what would make this harder? Lighting myself on fire. Right, yeah. <laughs> like it makes, it makes sense. Or- <laughs> I've got an idea. You're going to pull this truck while I kick you in the face and you try and punch yeah. me with gloves. I'm going you know to have a big, heavy hooker step on my nuts with stilettos. Whoa. <laughs> you went way too far. I think I see Oops. your point. I think I see your point, though, Adam. For example, I'm not a football player, but it, so it would be ridiculous for me to put on a football helmet, do a bench press, and then tackle someone as part of my workout. <laughs> yes. You'd be like, why are you doing that? You don't play football. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so I, it makes sense now. Exactly. I see why you're annoyed. Exactly my point. Yeah. If you if you do not fall in the category, and I feel like that's kind of, that's the rule for everything, right? I feel like a lot of stuff that we see out there, we see some super badass do it, and nobody really stops to think like, well, what is the real purpose of that, and where does that play a role in what I'm trying to yeah. do? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just laughing over Justin's. <laughs> Fucking hooker with the letter <laughs> stepping on somebody's nuts. I don't know where that came from. Sometimes, some in some parts of the world, people pay good money for that. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, that's definitely a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's that, definitely that, a, that's thing. a thing. That's a thing. We'll define that. <gasps> right, Doug. <gasps> it's coming. It is. It's, it's coming. It's the Don't let that thing step on your nuts. It's the motherfucking quad. The talons yeah. of Q and A. Yeah. Starting with the peasy life. What's the role that sleep plays in adaptation? Mm. What's sleep? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Is that where you close your awesome? Is that where you close your eyes longer than a blink? Because yeah. I don't know what that well, is. Well, this sucks. This is a question that we decided someone asked before I finished reading or I started reading the book that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to sound all smart. Yeah, no, I I I, I feel like uh we, we all at least I'm 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 interested to hear you two talk. Uh I understand the importance of it to a point. But this is not my field. This is not something that I'm I'm uh, well read in. So I'm I'm really interested to hear what what you guys have to say as far as the importance of it. Obviously, we know basic stuff, but I'm really here. I'm right. interested to hear the nerd to see if he can dive into this one. Huh? What? You talking to me? Yeah. yeah. So sleep sleep um, sleep is one of the essential things that you need literally to survive. So that's how important sleep is. If you go without sleep long enough. Um, you will first lose your mind. Um, psychosis takes effect. 
and or you can die. You can actually die from sleep deprivation. Now, is there a reason why we know this? Is it has something to do with circulation or where the brain actually needs to get that REM for they, it to, in order for... There's a lot of things that happen during sleep, but they're not 100% sure as to why it's so fucking important. Now, we do know that the brain gets rid of waste uh, while you're sleeping, so it's important to you know to to reduce waste buildup in the brain because the brain anything that produces energy or uses energy will produce some kind of waste byproduct. Um, this is also where neural connect connections will strengthen or will sever. So neural connections will develop things like memories and so and and by the way, severing neural connections is also very important. For example, if you have a traumatic experience. You don't want the neural connections to be so strongly formed that you relive relive that memory over and over again. That's literally what happens with things like uh, where, where people have uh, what is it called? Deja vu? No, not deja vu. People coming out of the military, they have uh, post traumatic PTSD. Sorry, yeah, thank you, disorder. thank you, Doug. So, um, so those are all important factors, but they're not quite a hundred percent sure. Like it's still a little bit of a mystery because, from an evolutionary standpoint. It would seem that sleeping doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Why did we evolve to need sleep? Shouldn't we have we have evolved to not need sleep? Mm. Because when you're sleeping, you're not doing shit. You're not hunting. You're not thinking of cool shit, and you're not getting away from you know animals that can kill you. You're actually super vulnerable in the sleep state. So it's kind of a it's it's a it's a massive conundrum in science. But here's what we do know: we do know that the amount of sleep that you need varies depending on the individual. We know that the category of people that tend to need the most sleep are uh, pre-pubet. Uh, excuse me, young, young girls, children. girls going through puberty. Girls yeah. going through puberty actually need more sleep than almost any other category. As we age, we need less and less. Correct. Uh, I, we do need less and less, and as we, and then as we get really old, we tend to need more. But we're not quite sure if that follows just a pattern of you know maybe because more pe- more sick people tend to have more injuries, yeah, be seated more. more and we're not we're not quite sure. Um, quite we do know that intelligence, uh, really really smart people tend to sleep less. That does not mean it's healthier. Sleeping less makes you smart. What what is likely the the reason behind that is because people who are intelligent tend to seek novelty. They like stimulation. They like stimulus. And going to sleep is boring. And they want to stay awake and they want to read. They want to look at the next thing. And so they tend to deprive themselves of sleep. So high people with lots of success, people are very intelligent, tend to sleep less. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's the formula for success. It just means that these people tend to want to be stimulated. Yeah, I've, um, heard, it, I've heard it's more like relative, you know, from person to person. And um, it's contradictory to what we've you know, we've been told so much in the fitness community that like sleep, like you have to have at least your eight to 10 hours. And like, that's your allotted amount for you to fully regenerate and for your cells to, to recover and for everything to uh, um, rebuild. And, and, you know, I've, I've just, I kept hearing more and more that like, you're basically, I mean, whatever works for you is going to work for you. And, and that's what your standard is. You kind of set that standard. What about on a hormonal level? Yeah, yeah. well. Because when we, when we settle down and we sleep too, that we start, we tend to balance right. out also at you nighttime. Know, growth hormone gets released. Cortisol drops. Cortisol raises as you, it helps wake you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Melatonin gets released by the pineal gland of the brain. Melatonin is a neuroprotectant. Um, it declines as we age. They think that some of that decline has uh, has some stuff to do with some of the uh, degenerative issues that we have with the brain. So there's definitely lots of things that happen during sleep. But even if we mimic those things, you're not gonna you're not gonna cure not sleeping. Is my mm-hmm. point. So we still mm-hmm. don't know a hundred percent of what you know what, why we need 
sleep. But we, we I will say it this. It seems logically like it will it will help, you know, if anything. Like like more sleep doesn't seem to be like that detrimental as far as no, performance but if or you, recovery. Right. But if you look at studies, you see that people who sleep the most have the worst health. Uh, however, yeah. again, how do you separate the reasoning, you know, the reason behind that sleep? Like people who are really depressed tend to right. sleep a lot. People who are ill tend to sleep a lot. That's true. Um, so the, the body's requirements for sleep tend to change. Um, the general range that they'll recommend is anywhere between six, seven hours to nine hours, 10 hours of sleep, depending on the individual. So this is something you have to kind of figure out for yourself. But I will say this, if you're chronically sleep deprived, if you chronically sleep, you know, if you're a single parent or you work a lot and it's just sleep doesn't work in your schedule very well or you have chronic insomnia, you could be chronically sleep deprived and just not know it and mm-hmm. think to yourself, like, I don't need more than six hours of sleep. I'm fine on six hours and really have no idea that you may need seven or eight. So really the the best thing to do is to experiment with this and see how you feel. For the longest time, I thought I was awesome on five or six hours of sleep. And that is until I forced myself to sleep seven and a half hours uh, every night. Now that I make myself go to bed, and I have a routine, by the way, it's very difficult for me to go to sleep at night. And it's not because I have insomnia. It's because when I finally set, sit down to settle, there's about a million things I want to read and look into. And I want to watch a documentary and I want to, you know, I want to text ideas to, to, you know, the mind pump boys or whatever. So I set up a little routine. And what I do is I make myself chamomile tea. I drink the tea. Um, I look, I go social media for a little bit. I turn that off. I turn off my phone, turn off all electronic lights. And then I purposely meditate uh, in bed for 10 to 15 minutes. And then I go to sleep. And so I try to schedule this so that I can get at least seven and a half hours. And since I've done that, I feel better. So I think you have to experiment to see. Where does the vaporizing fit in there? Uh, What? Where does Uh, the vaporizing fit in there? You know, it's funny. If I vaporize right before I go to sleep, I ain't going to sleep. I, I I will stay awake. It'll stimulate my mind. I'll stay awake. I want to read. Now so that's I, that's funny because I am. If I do it too long before I'm about to go to sleep, it will keep me up. I have to do it like right before, like really? when I'm laying in bed. Interesting. Yeah. No, I do it uh, maybe two hours, an hour to two hours before I'm gonna late. So if I know I'm gonna go to bed at eleven, I'll have it at nine, for example. And then by the time eleven runs rolls around, I'm, I can go to sleep. If I have it right before, I want to stay awake. Now the the question he asked actually was the yeah. role that sleep plays with a- adaptation. So. Oh, yeah. Lack of sleep will definitely influence muscle recovery, strength. It'll recover. It, it'll influence it on the acute level mm-hmm. and on the long level. Uh, you want to test this for yourself? I'll tell you what. Don't go to sleep tonight and go lift weights tomorrow mm-hmm. so you can see immediate effects. Yeah. Well, I bet the question also is is stemming from, I mean, you guys probably, you know this, right? That's a very popular thing for like your super competitive bodybuilders. Like somebody like a Phil Heath, who that's all he does is basically train and do all that shit. You know, these guys might train two, three times in a day and in between are taking small naps. You know, they'll go they'll go slam the body real hard, feed it and then sleep. And then there's sleep. a lot of science supporting that uh, that sleeping in that fashion rather than uh, the, the long block of, uh, you know, seven hours, eight hours that we have at night, that it's better to sleep less at night and to have a nap uh, during the day to break up your sleep. And it's uh, it's there's a lot of science supporting that and saying that that's more of a natural way to sleep. And it makes sense. The siesta, huh? It makes sense. A lot of cultures, yeah, old cultures do it that way. I know when I train super hard, if I have a schedule that allows it, and I can take a little nap, man, I, I feel way, powered up. Man. I do yeah. way better. If I, I notice that too. Same thing. So um, there's a lot of science supporting that uh, in terms of athletic performance. I, I don't. I don't. I've never seen a study. I've seen sleep deprived studies, but I've never seen like comparing like normal sleep. Like okay, these athletes sleep eight hours a day, and these ap- athletes sleep. 
you know, seven hours but have a one-hour nap and then comparing performance. I would love to see a study like that. Yeah. If one exists, please send it to us. The next question is from Oh Damn, It's Alex. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> when is the best time to incorporate cardio for fat loss in MAPS Black? Oh, that's kind of a cool question. Uh, I think it, it depends really, right? It really depends on, on your goal. There's a couple of things that I think uh, are important to keep in mind, and I believe we've talked about this before in our, our cardio episode, is that your, your body adapts to cardio uh, faster than it does resistance training. So if, let's say, for example, you started out the gates, which you totally could start MAPS Black and start doing cardio right out, right out the gates. But just keep in mind, whatever modality that you choose to do, that the body is going to become efficient at doing that. So if you start that on week one of MAPS Black, and let's say your routine is you get on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes uh, every time you go to the gym or whatever, uh, and you've been doing that since week one, well, come week five and six, the body's getting very efficient at doing that. It's not going to respond as much. You're not going to technically burn as much fat. So this is the reason why, too, like when I'm competing or getting ready for a show, you know, I really don't start doing cardio till about two to four weeks, depending on if I feel like I'm on time. Uh, for a show, I try and do everything nutritionally and through weights first, and then I use the cardio as a tool to to speed up that process as I get closer. So it really would depend on um, the the person. I think focusing on neat would be a, a more important uh, direction to go with it. You know, well, for- have you guys seen the mm-hmm. article that came out about uh, the Biggest Losers and how they're testing their metabolisms? And how much slower their metabolisms are now after they've lost weight versus before. Oh, wow. So <laughs> this is right along the lines of what you're talking about, Adam. Because yeah. what you're saying, there's a lot more brilliance to what you're saying than 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 I think you realize. It meets the eye. <laughs> because, oh, no, I, I realize it. Okay. <laughs> Never My bad. I was aware of it. My bad. It was leaving my mouth. Uh, so so here, here's what they're finding. Um, and now, now, scientists call this adaptive thermogenesis. But your body will slow itself down. As you lose weight. So as you lose weight, your body's metabolism will purposely slow down so that you don't get rid of or lose this insurance or policy, a.k.a. body fat, yeah. so easily. Because your body doesn't want to get rid of body fat. It doesn't fat. want to eat itself. It doesn't want to eat itself. It wants to keep it around just in case there's a, a famine or starvation or something that might happen. That never happens nowadays, but happened to us you know, thousands of times as we were evolving. And so here's what you want to consider. Don't ever forget this. Cardio... Burns calories, but it does a shitty job at at affecting your metabolism. It does a really bad job at speeding up your metabolism. It 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 really won't speed up your metabolism that much, if if at all, and it might even slow it down a little bit. Resistance training doesn't burn as many calories as cardio. It just doesn't. However, it's an effective metabolism booster. It will speed up your metabolism. If your goal is fat loss, your goal with resistance training, or excuse me, with exercise, should be to maintain or speed up your metabolic burn. We don't you don't want your thermogenesis to adapt downward. Mm. You want it to move up as you're losing body fat because worst case scenario, you don't want to be stuck in a situation where, "Ooh, I lost, you know, 30 pounds, but now I have to eat 1200 calories a day and that's it in order to keep it up." You don't want to be in that situation because or I have to start coming to the gym twice now for an extra hour of cardio because I was already doing balls exactly. of cardio for an hour. You don't want to have to do that all the time. So, cardio is good for your health. You know, do it because it's good for your heart. Do it because it gives you more activity. But you don't got to do a ton of it. Um, for those purposes alone, three days a week, 20 minutes is is plenty. Other than that, like Adam was saying, increase your just daily activity. If you want to burn more calories, mm-hmm. just move more throughout the day and focus on resistance training. Of course, this is 
if you're an athlete and you want to build endurance, you want to improve your VO2 max, yeah, that's you, completely different. Yeah, you have specific things you're trying to focus on, then it's a different story. And, and it would be a different story if I was talking to somebody who was a competitor. If this, mm-hmm. right. you, if you bought Maps Black and you said, okay, I've got a show in 10 weeks, um, Adam, you know, how would you incorporate? I would have a different answer for you because we have we have to be in the best shape at that 10-week mark, putting you on stage. Mm-hmm. So I am going to introduce cardio slowly, and I'm going to continue to ramp it up as you get closer and closer to showtime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that – but if someone who's just trying to get in shape and you're going through the program, I mean, let, let cardio be – the last piece that you you implement into that, you know, focus on balancing out your nutrition first mm-hmm. and figuring out what do I need to eat to continue to show gains and at the same time, you know, reduce body fat. And you whenever wherever that that number is, you know, kind of hang around that, let the program do most of it. And then if you feel like, hey, in two weeks, I'm getting ready to go, you know, hit the beach or I'm going to be at poolside somewhere. Then, hey, hit some cardio up, you know, mm-hmm. and ramp it up for those two weeks before you go. And, and it'll help shred you out faster. But if you come right out the gates doing it all, all the cardio you can, plus going through the training program and reducing calories. Well, yeah, you're going to see some great results for a good, you know, three to five weeks. It's, your body's going to drop quick, but then you're going to hit a hard plateau. And then you get to ask yourself now, where do I go from there? And this is what happens to a lot and, of people. And by, and by the way, the biggest loser uh, contestants, their workouts revolved around cardio entirely mm-hmm. yeah, around cardio. Intensity. Even their weight training was cardio. Yeah. When they lifted weights, right. it was circuits Circuit. and yeah. go back and forth. And yeah. it's just cardio. Lots of endurance in it's, there. It's cardio with weights. Yeah. So uh, let that be a lesson. Cody31 is asking, what do you recommend for a serious athlete to improve performance? Because we often talk about the average person. Yeah, and I think this goes alongside what we were kind of talking about in the last question, but uh, we're, we're focused a little more on specialization, the principle of special uh, specificity. Right. So um, when I'm thinking about an athlete versus your regular person, I want to I want to ramp it up. So I want to get, you know, specific with my phases. So I I build up the intensity in in multi directions with this. And uh, so that way I get the best performance result, you know, leading up into competition time. So whatever it is, your sport or the thing that you're competing in, you want to get to that peak performance and you want to be able to time it out correctly. Um, and also too, just like uh, thinking about your, your sport as a skill and what's going to be most optimal with, uh, your body and like where you need, uh, the most performance in what you're doing. So that looks different on, on different sports. So, um, you know, if, if I need to be more explosive, um, you know, off the balls of my feet and I have to be, uh, quick to move, you know, laterally, all that kind of stuff, I have to consider, uh, how to train that way. Uh, you know, to promote that uh, at its at its highest capacity. So there's a specific way to do that. And I think that you just have to be a little more measured uh, in your training than you would your average person, like really using metrics and using, uh, you know, weights and, and, and paying attention to, you know, how they move, whether you need to regress or progress. Uh, you, you just have to pay a lot more specific attention to that. Yeah, I would say, I mean, with, with athletes, um you know, uh, uh, Justin was talking about the specific type of training. I mean, it, it doesn't get more specific than that. Like if I'm training someone for fat loss or muscle gain or overall fitness, even though those are specific goals, it's pretty general. There's a lot of ways to lose body fat with exercise. There's a lot of ways to build muscle. And when you're training a football player, a basketball player, a swimmer, hockey player, it's very, very specific with how you train them. Uh, now, besides that, there's 
there's two m- broad categories of training for athletes, and that's your off season and your in season mm-hmm. type training. Mm-hmm. So, and this is true for all athletes, uh, except for those that maybe compete year round. But when you have off season and in season, off season, you want to, that's when you really want to improve upon your performance right. in terms of your speed, your strength, your flexibility, mm-hmm. explosiveness, those types of things. When you're training in season, your goal is not to improve performance. Your goal is injury prevention. Your, your mobility and your skills training are, Ex- are really the high priority. Exactly. Um, MAPS performance is ki- is de- is designed in this fashion. For example, it's mm-hmm. designed. Uh, it's 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 a program designed from beginning to end. But basically, would take someone from off off season to in season, and then the mobility uh, sessions that we have in there are are what we talked about: preventing injury, increasing mobility, so mm-hmm. that while you're in your intense season, you don't hurt yourself because that's quite common with athletes. Keely Davis is asking, should males and females train differently for fat loss? Mm. Nope. Yeah. I love questions like this. It's like we're like two. Should I get pink and blue pills? Yeah. It's like we're we're two completely different species. Or, you know, I blame the fitness industry for questions Hell like Hell yes, it's the fitness industry's yeah, prob- yeah. fault. Yeah. yeah, because they market shit to men. It and goes right back into the shit we've the talked about before. And Everybody and wants to stuff. put us in a fucking box. Yeah. Everybody wants to put it even to the point where they just want to separate separate the sexes. There's no reason to separate the sexes in, in any way whatsoever. And you know, and even the small, even the small nutritional things that that fall into this category, almost everything we're, we're the same. When it, the amount of sleep that we need, the amount of rest recovery with the body is going to need, how hard you should train the body, all the, the types of foods that your body needs to to work to be efficient, like it's all the it's man woman same. Yeah, the the, the absolute man, woman, and there and there are <laughs> there are differences in to be completely honest and, and clear and fair. There are measured differences in the ability of women to recover versus the men, the ability of men to recover from exercise. Believe it or not, women have been shown to be able to recover uh, faster or better from certain types of activity. However, they're super small differences, and when you account for individual variances between individuals, men yeah, and women, they're moot. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. The, the rules that apply to men and uh, apply, apply to women, and vice versa. If you're uh, if you want to build muscle, you train uh, a particular way. You train with resistance. You train full body tends to be better than splits. You focus on big gross motor movements. Uh, you train for strength. You, you learn how to train for you know full range of motion for hypertrophy. If you're tra- if you're trying to get fat loss, you have to eat in a calorie deficit. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, neither one of them was gonna, is any different in that sense. Um, when we look at individual variances, there's a huge difference now. Now, some people are going to do better with lower carbs. Some people with higher carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to do better with a bigger deficit. Other people have to be careful with their deficit and how you incorporate ter- certain types of exercise. So, yeah, men and women, exactly the same. And so here's what I, I here's the advice I give to all the women listening right now. Ladies, if you want the most effective programs to get you into shape, don't buy the ones that are targeting women. <laughs> right? There you go. Buy the ones targeting men. Throw away your booty, man. Because the programs that they direct towards women, they take the principles that work and they soften them and they bring them down and they make them like, here's your less little, here's your girly effective. workout. It's extremely sexist, and be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And you should be offended by uh, workout programs that are specifically for women. 
because yeah. it's it's bullshit. I'm so glad. Well, you it's said the same that. problem I have with like Planet Fitness and all this kind of stuff. It's like they glorify the fact that people are intimidated by legit workouts and legit uh, training that that works. You know, and it's just like, why can't we just make it more inviting? You know, to do it the right way instead of like already accounting for the fact that people get intimidated by it. You know, it's just like, it's silly. It's not treating people like the, I don't know. It's like, for me, it's just silly to watch. You know, something, something to kind of add to this question. And I I challenge everybody that's listening right now. If you're a female and you're listening to this and you're the question is the, about males and females trained differently, you know, doing something that you, uh, as far as training style, Training in a modality that you would never think you should train in or think is so opposite is probably the best thing you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Those that are looking for for change in their physique, if you've been trained, you have these certain maybe a few things you types of classes you take or types of rep ranges that you stay in and sets you stay in or certain ways of training you like. The best thing for you to possibly do would be something so out of the box and so out of the realm for you. Well, that's why I love MAPS Phase 1. Women, they yes. come back and they're like, whoa, because it's so different. We talk about this, yeah. right? We talk about that, you know, that it wasn't by chance that we did that. We knew that. We, yeah. knew, we knew that the industry is filling it with a bunch of bullshit, telling women that they need to be doing a bunch of little butt kicks and glute, thigh master shit and, mm-hmm. you know, high repetitions so you don't get build bulky muscle. So we knew if we went the complete extreme opposite of that, strength-based, lifting one to five repetition range, heavy-ass weight, doing compound manly movements like yeah. squatting and deadlifting, that women would change so fast, so much, that they would be blown away by what we're teaching them. And that it really, that was, that. Was, if you want to talk about the tricks or things that we did, that's what we did. We introduced you to knowing knowing that the majority of the people would see a huge difference from that, that here you go. This is probably something that you've never trained. Watch your body change. Well, here's the thing. Like when when uh, when we first, you know, marketed maps, even before Mind Pump, we specifically t- targeted men. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, you cannot sell a program to women and then try to sell it to men. Men won't buy it. But you can sell a program to men and then maybe some women will buy it. Or you can go then and design a separate program for women. And so I'm just following the patterns of the fitness industry. But of course... Uh, uh, the rules, like we said, the rules apply to everybody. We probably sell more programs to, I would say it's probably 50, 50 men and women that buy our programs. But a lot of the emails, a lot of the, the feedback we get is from women because they just never, I think a lot of women just have never trained that way. And so they're Mm -hmm. seeing results that is blowing them away. I mean, we have women that are, you know, uh, getting leaner and eating more food than they ever have. I mean, that's the biggest thing we hear from people is like, I can't believe how much food I have to eat mm-hmm. and I'm leaner than I've ever been. And it seems so much easier and than you're before. You're muscular and it looks great. Yeah. And I'm muscular and I'm, I have curve and tone and all that's so whatever words they want to use because they're lifting. Uh, I hate to say it like a man. Right. Um, when you know, reality is you just lifting. No, you're just. Yeah. Lifting. <laughs> you're just. Nobody's taught you that before. You're just yeah. doing effective you're movements. Doing it the right that's way. You're doing all the uh, effective stuff now. I don't know if yeah. you guys ever remember. We do appreciate twerking, though. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, you guys worked. Uh, you guys worked at Hillsdale 24. Yeah. Do you remember the original? Did you ever go to the original Hillsdale before they moved? Before Home Depot Where was yeah. at Home Depot. Yeah. No. Okay. Hmm. So the original gym that I worked at as a personal trainer. And a f- quite a few gyms followed this. And so this was, let's see, 1990, must have been 98, probably, 97 or 98. Uh, they had 
a women's area in the oh, gym. Oh, that's the old Capitol McKee used to. It had a women's, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it was all sectioned off, it was purple, and it was a separate room that was just for women. It was the same damn machines that were in the other room, just with pink, yeah. with purple. A little bit smaller. With purple, with purple that, leather yeah. seating, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I remember that, like it had a women's area. <laughs> like, like segregated women's section. <laughs> it was segregated. Sorry. It was segregated because they were trying to attract yeah. women and they wanted them to feel comfortable right. in the gym. Um, and, uh, I tell you what, man, uh, number one, I feel for you. If you're a woman, you're lifting weights in the gym because yes, men can stare at it. We're visual creatures, but I also will tell you this. Don't be uh, a pussy. Go in the fucking gym, go in the free weight area, lift weights. If a guy looks at you, give him the finger, um, and continue on with your workout. Cause that's where you're going to get the results. If that's a, where you're going to change your body. Finger. <laughs> if, if a guy stares at you in the weight room, it's probably because you're wearing some fucking yeah, tight-ass yoga pants and a cute little mm-hmm. fucking top, bro. Yeah. If you don't want to get stared at, then don't wear and, shit. That, and that girl likes yeah. that. Which I'm a know, huge fan of, so I'm not I'm not discouraging people right. from wearing that at all. But, I mean, I, I can't stand <laughs> when girls complain about stuff like that, and then you look at what their tits yeah. are hanging well, out, you look at my and you're awesome wearing... Ass. Yeah, yeah. I can, you? I can see your camel toe through your yeah. fucking well, spandex, and, you're, and your mad guys Whoa. are staring. Like, what do you expect with that? Come on. We should, we'll have Adam go to the gym with just like, like low-cut, super low-cut uh, shorts, just yeah. show off yeah. a little neck. Well, here it is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a guy in a trench coat, you know? Yeah, dude. No, yeah. I mean... That's here, unacceptable. I mean, that, that's, that's, the th- that's the reality. You know, yeah. that's where you're going to get the results. And you know what? More and more now, I'm seeing in the gym now when I go work out that it's it used to be like 99% men, 1% women. Now it's more like 70 30, 80 mm. 20 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some gyms like Gold's, uh, it's almost 50 50 because I think a lot of people go, go, go to Gold's knowing that they're more serious. Um, but yeah, stick to those uh, women. If you're going to get do a, a program that's going to give you great results, first, I'd recommend our MAPS programs. Um, those are the best programs on earth. Trust me. <laughs> I helped design them. Um, and if you don't do a MAPS program, say so. get one that's that's a, that's advertised towards men because it's the most effective one. The ones towards women and the, and the exercise equipment advertised towards women, they're all crap. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. do any of those. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it, right? Yep. Well, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, you may win a free T-shirt. And go to mindpumpmedia.com where you can check out all of our programs. By the way, we've actually put together all of our MAPS programs in what we call a super bundle. It's nine months of exercise programming where you go from Everything MAPS anabolic, you'll ever need. MAPS performance to MAPS aesthetic, all included in one program. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.